What's up? There you go. Now you sound better. Good. You, you want to do some tiebo so we can make sure your mic is nah, good? No, no. I, I did it. I did it on the side. I didn't. I didn't want to throw you off your game, so I did it in front of my uh, my little freezer over here. <laughs> Yo, that look was priceless yeah. last week. Priceless. Said, I didn't want to throw you oh. off your game. And I feel feel pretty good though. Feel good. Then my then my uh, my bike felt nice. Started a uh, gratitude journal this morning. Gratitude. A lot of good things. Are you finished yeah. your journal? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I finish. I finish journals every so often. But what happened was I had bought. I have bought this little one, this one here, um, and all my journals are like prayer journals. So they normally have a, uh, on the bottom is like a little Bible verse. And this book, every single page ends with the same verse, which is Psalm 118, 29. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. So I figured, you know, being that's at the bottom of every page, it'll be a good pay- book for a uh, gratitude journal. So I'm going to do this every week on Sunday before we start the show. Just kind of think back at my week and try to find at least three things I was grateful for and then just elaborate on them. I wanted to, I started to do that with the papers. Remember we talked about it every week? Right? Yeah. Did that happen. I did it for a few weeks and then Glenn passed and it was, it was a wrap after that, yo. Yeah. It was a wrap. It didn't, it didn't, shit didn't go back. But... Might as well just jump into it now. I mean, it is already late in the day. So uh, thank you for tuning into Nonsense Worth Mentioning. Podcast about nothing. Talks about everything. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan. My actual brother, Mikey. Good morning. And um, before we get anything into this week, we have to cover some very important stuff. Mikey saw Vox Machina. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, it was good. Finally it was good. Turned, he finally turned it on. He finally watched. So what did you think, Mikey? No, I I enjoyed it. It was a very good show. Those characters are are pretty cool, man. Those right? characters are really cool. Yeah, yeah. I I, you, obviously, man. I definitely uh identify with with the big guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's cool as hell. Yeah, he he's he's something else, man. But yeah, no, that was that was a a very well done show. Yeah, I got I got to the last episode, so now now I'm on edge waiting to see what the, what that was all about. Which what episode are you up to? Like, I'm up to. If I finished that, fin- yeah, finish all, oh. yeah, finish all the ones they had. I sat right. down last night to play, and I said, "Let me watch one quick episode." Because actually, uh-huh. I was in the middle. I was in the <laughs> middle of one episode, so I was gonna just finish that one and then play. I never even. I don't, don't even think I turned my PlayStation off. I never. Like that, I turned yeah. it on, and it, the show <laughs> just kept coming and coming. And then I was like, "Oh shit, that's the last one." But no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. It. I mean, I can't like you said. You can't watch that with. I mean, I'm not even sure if I could watch that with my wife around. <laughs> yeah it's definitely uh definitely an, i mean it says 16 and over and i'd I be i don't even know if, if that's even that that should be just straight m for mature <laughs> yeah but no, no, it was, it was I, I, I do like how they um the character development and how like they have so many what's the word i'm looking for here like those characters got depth man like real genuine depth and and that's what got me on the show is the way like when you first watch the show, right? I'm gonna spoiler see, let see, no, no spoiler alert, no spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe just in, just, case, in case. just in case, just in case, just in case. Um, just a little. When you first watch the show, you you think the show is gonna be about you know these bands of misfit merchants, you know, not merchants, um, um mercenaries, mercenaries going to save the kingdom, mm. you know. So that's what it is. They get them to, they they are uh, the big bar fight it starts out with. They, you know, some some limbs get go missing on some other characters, 
the kingdom is looking for uh, their heroes to go. This monster, they don't know what it is to get them. And they're like, yeah, we, those heroes are, you know, not here. One of them got their hands chopped off in a bar fight. Turns out, that, you know, these misfits took out the heroes. So they were like. Good thing we said spoiler alert. Because that's a spoiler. That was actually a very funny part to see, you know, play out. But whatever. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Anyway. So <laughs> these, ba- these bad guys. I don't misfits, need to watch it. <laughs> no, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. So these bag of misfits go out and they they go to uh, you know save the, the kingdom against this monster. And, and for me, I thought that's what the whole show was gonna be about finding out what this monster was and how to kill it. And that's just like the the intro. The intro. That's yeah, just like about the first so I think that was just like one and a half episodes. Yeah, and then after that, yeah. it just kind of takes a life of its own on. But what gets me is that every time they're in some sort of battle, some sort of fight, you watch the scene and you're like. There's no way they're gonna get out of this. There's no way they could do it. There's, there's no way. Like it's not one of those things like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. I can tell what's gonna happen. It's like you watching. You're like, yo, there's no way out of this. This is this is. They're gonna all die. There's no way. And then all of a sudden, they manage to figure out shit. You know, to to make it through the battle. You know, so th- that's what gets me. Is that like every time you watch and like it's like almost every not every episode, but every episode with a major battle, yeah. it's like you don't you can't tell what's gonna happen. There's no and it just goes completely left, and it, that, that's what gets me. And then the fact, like Mike said, the characters in it are very well developed. Their sexual orientations of certain characters factor into it, but it's not in a way where it's it's like it's done in a way where how can I explain it? Like it, it's not forced, you know what I mean? Like it's part it's part of the storyline, but it's not like they're not like, hey, I'm transgender, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm you know whatever. Like they they do it in a way where. It, it's part of the storyline and it makes sense with what's going on, but it, they're not like throwing it out there. And that's what a lot of these lately, a lot of these movies are doing. They're kind of just putting characters in to fit these, you know, what, what is it uh, we always talk like to give uh, representation. They just kind of throw these characters in and just be like, hey, this this guy's gay. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of yeah, making this like, one, you could you feel that one, it's part of the development of the yes. character to get a better understanding of of how they are and. And who they are. Yeah. Then so. that was the biggest thing for me was just the the way. And and the funny thing is, is after watching nine episodes, I think they really, they really only got deep into like maybe three of the was it six six mercenaries yeah, like six or seven of them. Um, you know, they got deep into like three of them. The the other ones, there's there's little bits and pieces, but I gather that's probably going to be the the theme going forth. Uh, I don't know how many seasons they plan, but they I got a feeling after the first three episodes were dropped, they're already confirming a season two. Yeah, but I I kind of feel that the, the um, you know the the meat and potatoes of this show is gonna be the way these characters develop and and some of their backstory comes out. You can already see little little bits and pieces of some of their backstories, and you can see how they they're playing out through the episodes. But they don't give you like the whole thing. It always keeps you guessing. Like, oh, there's something more to this character. And they're all they're all badass. Like the, even even like the 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 one uh, I guess she's like a druid. You know the na- even her who she's supposed to be like kind of timid and like even she's badass. You know what I mean? Even yeah. like they just really my favorite yeah, one is, 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 the, is the bard. Uh, what is it, Scanlan? Yeah, yeah. I figured you would like the bard. Yeah, I love the bard. That's my favorite character. Yeah, no, he's he's good though, man. He's good. He uh... he's a little guy. You know, nobody they're always joking, always cracking, always flirting with chicks. You know what I mean? He's yeah, he's he's a cool. He's, he's definitely right on my alley. That little dude. Yo. He kind of he kind of reminds me of the same. Um, What's that guy's name from that show with the dragons? Um, I can't think of it. Peter Dinklage's character in oh. Game of Thrones. I don't know why I can't remember his name. But it kind of uh, gives me that. 
Tyrion, yes. He, he gives me like a Tyrion feel to him where everybody kind of counts him out, but he always finds a way to like, you know, do yeah. what he needs to do. Yeah, it doesn't have a very Tyrion feel to him. And what I like too is that he's like, he's a bard, so right? He doesn't, but he doesn't have that classic bard sound to him. Every time he sings, it's like an 80s rock, rock band. Yeah. So it's not like the old, like middle medieval type of music a bard would play, you know? Like he still has the little guitar, but every time he does it, he does like a rock and roll scream before he sings. So yeah, it's definitely a good show. If you haven't checked it out, Vox Machima, if I didn't spoil it, you know, go watch. No, the way it. the way you pushing this show, I, w- I would think you bought stock in the show. Can you buy stock in the show? I, I, is there, I is could, there I would. Is if there I could, a, I would. If I could, I'm about to say, is there a funny money that's associated with this show that you, know, you invested in? No, it's just it's just you know what it is. It's just really good. Like it really has my attention. And and you know I don't know if you guys are familiar with how this whole thing started. There was a, a group of people. I'm and I I'm, I just noticed from looking it up. There's a group of people that called uh, Critical Role, and what they would do is they would play Dungeons and Dragons campaigns on stream, and they would write the the one gentleman I guess wrote this campaign, and he got a few voice actors to go on and play the game with him with what the campaign he wrote. So the voice actors were being these characters and voicing them like if they were voicing it for like a cartoon. It picked up a lot of steam, got pretty popular. So they decided, you know what? We should make it a cartoon. So they made a GoFundMe to crowdfund or one of those crowdfunding things to make money to make this into a cartoon. It raised $11 million. And Amazon was like, well, we need some of that money. We got you. (laughs) We got you. You want to make a cartoon? Give us some of that money and we're going to put you on. And the... The rest is history, man. The rest is history. So is this show the actual game they played, or this I just? I, oh, no, I, I don't know that. I, did, I didn't look that far deep into it. I think I think it's a continuation of their campaign because this just takes off with them already knowing each other. So I don't know. I, I'll look into that this week, and I'll let you know next week. Right. There's a lot of critical role to watch. So these are old yeah, episodes. So I saw that on the top. Of the they have the <laughs> little um the insignia on there. Right on top, it said critical role. I didn't know what that was. I figured yeah. I would just. Like a production company or something. It's cool. It's kind of cool now to know the backstory. Yeah, the, the people and yeah. So and the the guy who made it, he he, he does like a Stan Lee cameo. So in every every episode, there's a cartoon character of him, and like it'll have like a line or two. So like now the fans are like, is it the same person? Is it multiple like twins? Like they don't know. Like you know you know how it is, right? Right away people want to yeah. speculate, make something more than it is. And meanwhile, he's just trying to be silly. And put himself in every cartoon, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> people over here trying to crack the Da Vinci Code. Generates that buzz, man. Another show that's really good with uh, characters and stuff is Peacemaker. Peacemaker on the surface is a superhero movie, well, a superhero series. Yes, you know, aliens, humans, you know, fighting heroes, saving the world. But when you really break it down, it's about personal development it's about mental health it's about wanting to be accepted like that's what the whole story is really about it just happens to be that all that's happening while they're trying to save the world from an you know alien invasion so that's another one to check out peacemaker again don't watch that with the kids yeah so i can't can't have uh i can't (laughs) have too many too many shows that i can't watch with the kids you know i mean that's too much time away man i'm still you know I'm, i'm still laughing over the fact not laughing but I think about it more and more after you made that comment the other day, like how much time in my evening I freed up simply by not eating. <laughs> I have like, bro, like I come home, I clean the kitchen, pack my dinner for the next day, put all the food away, pack the girls' lunches, snacks, everything. 
And I'd be like, ah, right, that's it, time for bed. And I look, I'm like, damn, it's only 7.45. Like, I still have the whole evening left. Never realized that how long you, how much time you waste eating, yo. Damn. Yeah. Well, you, you, I don't waste that much time eating, yo. <laughs> I don't, I look like I waste that much time eating, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. So how, how was your birthday, Mikey? How'd, uh, how'd everything go for your birthday, yo? Birthday was nice, man. You know, it's funny. Not really funny, but I, uh. And I wrote about this in my gratitude journal. I woke up in the morning, did my workout, did my reading. It was nice. Elaine and, and Julie um, set up my reading area. They got me a, a rosary with their pictures in it and said family and faith on it. Um, a new coffee mug and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that that had me a little choked up in the morning. Uh, and the, the whole day makes me think of that Jimmy V quote, right? If you smile, you laugh, you cry, spend some time deep in thought. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have a full day, right? So, so mind you, this is 4 o'clock in the morning, right? I already saw all this, and it already got me all teary-eyed. I did my reading, did my journaling, went and did my workout. So I come out, and it's like the most beautiful-looking sky I've seen so far this year. Like, you know, this week, the weather was amazing. So I came out, and I'm, I guess it must have been, like, partially through the sun sunrise, and it just looked beautiful. And I, I honestly, I, I stood outside for like three minutes, just like admiring the, you know, how beautiful the day was. And I uh, went inside, packed up my lunch, and I brought it out to the car. And for the first time, again, first time all year, even though I'm sure I've heard them before, I guess I just never noticed. Um, I hear the birds singing, and I love hearing the birds sing, man. First three? thing in the morning. Were maybe. Three little maybe. birds? I think it was three little birds. But, you know, this all about like that. That that uh, cool morning with the birds singing that just kind of puts you at ease, right? So again, I stand outside and I just listen to the birds, man. I enjoy the moment. As I'm walking in, um, and this is where it's gonna turn a little sad. I, I get a I get a message that um, unfortunately the dad in our town that was sick took a turn for the worst. And that's um, the one that you guys all went to shovel the house and yeah, help out and damn. So right there immediately within the first like three and a half hours of my day, I pretty much went through every emotion you can imagine. Um, and then from, from then on, the day kind of didn't go too well. <laughs> like my kids woke up late. We rushed out the house. I got to work through a bunch of like nonsense. Like, and I told my one guy next to me, I said, bro, I think the highlight of my day happened this morning. I think that's the rest, like the rest of my birthday going to be terrible from here on out. But then, you know, we went out to dinner and that was beautiful. And, I, and then I ended the day actually still feeling very grateful, you know, even with all the uh, bad news and negativity throughout the day, I still end up feeling very grateful, still very full of love. Um, so yeah, the, the day in itself was pretty good, man. But the whole week seemed to be that way. A lot of, a lot of ups and downs, man. And and it was it was uh, I mean, as beautiful as the weather was, it was a rough week, man. Emotionally, mentally, it was a rough week. Yeah. Before you got on here, I was talking to Juan. My week was the opposite, man. I was just like, also, I yeah, I still can't get into the groove of like my schedule. Like I'm still like not get, I'm still not used to being home so early. You know what I mean? There's still a lot of stuff I'm trying to adjust to. You would think after all these weeks, I would have been still haven't still haven't figured everything out. <laughs> well, I guess, well, I mean, how long you been doing it? Since like, no, like, uh, yeah, since, yeah, they've been almost two yeah, months. I gotta say, it takes some time, but yeah. I mean, still, though, still things take time, man. I forgot we were talking about that. No, that's what I was talking about. We're I, talking I, about I, well, we were talking I about I sidebarred it with my, my yeah. how, how I still not used to my schedule, which which had, had nothing to give to the story. I just, 
Yeah. For what it, I'm just throwing sure. every, every everything is, but yeah, no. So uh, and what what I kind of want to talk about today, even though I'm sure I'm gonna lose my my thoughts, because lately for some reason, even with all the journaling, man, I can't seem to formulate my thoughts right. I guess well, maybe um, you need some ginkgo biloba. Is that what it called? Or some know. blueberries. I eat blueberries. I cry. Oh. I love blueberries. Mike, Mikey, the blueberries. They say blueberries are good for your memory. Yeah, so like I, I start eating. But it's not it's not really my memory though. It's just just. I don't know, maybe it's just because there's, there's a lot thoughts. Yeah, I'm guessing just, you know, there's a lot of uh, like lately there's just I've, I've had a lot of emotion, you know, I mean, not bad, too, just too much, too many books up there. Yeah, maybe, you but it's not a bad books up there. It's you not know a bad thing, though, man. You're going to have you're going to have to you have to free up some space. You're going to have to delete some shit from the hard drive. You know what I mean? You might want to install a few games, like a little, you know, some peacemakers, some yeah. box market at the kind of but, uh, you know, too much processing going on. No, but me, me, me and my one, my one uh, co-worker who's actually my boss, like we have this thing we've been saying to each other because he's been going through some stuff too, which I ain't gonna get into. It's, it's his business, so I'm not gonna put it out there. But we have this saying, me and him lately, and it's like, you know what? If you're feeling something, like whatever emotion it is, whether it's anger, sadness, joy. Whatever it is, if you're feeling something like that, that means you're living and that's a good thing, you know, so that's kind of how I've been, you know, even though I've been having like a lot of emotions, some of it good, some of it bad. The whole thing is like, well, you know what? That means I'm, I'm living. I'm actively doing something right. Because if, if you just sitting around doing nothing, you ain't going to have a range of emotions. I mean, you may you may. Who knows? I'm talking nonsense like I know about this shit, but but what I what I was trying to get into before well, I got when, when you when you sit around and do nothing and you have a range of emotions, that's normally some sort of mental disorder. I I, <laughs> I can say that from experience because I've been in this room by myself with nothing going on and go from happy and laughing to crying to fucking terrified all all within a few, a few hours. You know what I mean? So it's just you know <laughs> it, it can happen. But yes. but to your sense. I'm still living, right? My heart's still beating. My breath still, yeah. yeah my lungs still filling with air. I'm still living, you know. So it, it is. It does. It, that, that saying does work. It does work. Yeah. So what I, what I was gonna say, you know, that that was a long-winded intro to, um, you know, unfortunately the man the man passed. Um, and that that was that was rough. I mean, I only known him from the three or four times that I got to sit down with with the with the dads in town, but just you could tell he was a good guy, man. So. That was on the, I guess, the night of the ninth, and uh, the workout, the tent was tough, man. In between sets, I was, I was catching myself crying and just like, again, I was feeling a lot, um, you know. So, and it's funny, right? Because when, when we get around loss or somebody has a traumatic experience, you know, not to say that we make it about us, but it always kind of puts into perspective like things we may be taking for granted, right? Things we may not realize or let bother us that really shouldn't but when when we experience that loss all of a sudden kind of like puts everything in perspective and you start thinking like you know in the blink of an eye all this could change and i, I need to i need to be grateful that i have this and be in the moment and kind of just enjoy life and let the people that you know i know let them know that i love them let them know that i'm here for them um you know just kind of you know i see i told you i was gonna be able to formulate my damn thoughts but it but just no, kind of makes you become more present, right? Because, like, perfect example, when you came in that day, right, and you told me, you told me about it, you were like, oh, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, terrible. And you're like, yeah, you know, I had a rough one or two. You told me, you know, your friend passed. And I was like, shit, now my shit don't even seem that bad. You know what I mean? Like, and, it, yeah. and, and, and that was just, like, 
it just happened like that conversation played out the way it did. But that's exactly what happened because now all of a sudden I realized like I'm upset about this ticket on my desk, and that's nothing in, in the grand scale of things because this guy's family lost him. You know what I mean? Like that's really not shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's like that, to help with your what you were saying is that you start to realize like. You know, we we tomorrow, like you put up in that thing, like tomorrow's not yours. You know what I mean? Like in your post you put yeah. up on Instagram, tomorrow's not yours. That shit ain't promised to you. And you realize it when something like that happens because now, you know, and the closer it is to you, the closer the person is to you, the more you understand that, like, yo, like we're on borrowed time here, bro. Like anything could make this all change at a drop of a dime. And you realize that, and that's what, and that's what it does. You know, that's what do, that's what it does to you. You know, he could be somebody that you just knew briefly in passing, but you feel that pain because now you understand, like, yo, this shit is that pressure. Like, I'm never gonna walk through the hall and see this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and sadly that right now, that's you know, it's happening more and more. Yeah, that's a lot of people's reality. That's you know, you know to, I, to put a put a quick little, like a, a little light, uh, hearted uh, thing on it. I'm going to read you a Texas change. I showed Nick one. I showed my, my family. But I'm going to read this here. Uh, give everybody a little bit of a laugh. Right? So I told you, I was feeling emotional, what? right? A little bit of a laugh. Text, text. Between me and my daughter, oh. Texas change. So, like I said, I was feeling emotional, you know, and I, I was at that point where I was like, you know what? I just wanted to, like, tell everybody I love them, right? So, I, 12 o'clock in the day, I text my daughter. I say, hey, honey, hope you're having a good day. Just thinking of you. I love you. She puts, hi, love you. Two question marks. That was random. But sometimes random is good. You was on my mind. That's all. Her reply is, are you dying or something? So I put no, LOL. To which she replies now, apparently she thought I was lying. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that was the reply back. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to explain to her, you know, one of the dads in my group. Um, this great man, Michael Neal. I want to say his name to honor him. Uh, passed away. And I said, when things like this happen, it puts things into perspective and sometimes it makes people emotional. So I'm a little emotional today. I'm sorry. So she put, oh, I'm sorry. You know, and uh, so I thought that was like a little lighthearted, you know, joke um, and, and a sad story. Uh, and the other thing that I realized too with, with loss, right? Not only does it make us like put things in perspective, but same thing, right? I'm in that group chat with the dads and I've I've mentioned this before, how sometimes, you know, it's only been a handful of us that are really active on that. Uh, Mike was one of them. But man, that day, whew, that chat was going off like crazy, man. You know, some some people were just in there, you know, sending condolences. Some people were pouring out their heart. And and that's the other thing you see, right? When when people suffer loss, you see an outpouring of love, you know? And um, and I was going to say that this morning when you were talking about when Glenn passed and you stopped doing your, your gratitude journaling. Like, that's when I think we need to do it the most. You know, when we have these moments that could ultimately, like, knock us down that dark path, you know, that's when you kind of got to really dig deep and say, yeah, I, I know we lost something big right now, but whatever you lost is a gain, right? So you got to try to look and see what, what you gained with that loss, you know? I mean, and sometimes it may not realize it right off the bat. It may take a long time to realize it, or, you know, you may not really... Like, you're not going to gain anything. You know, let me let me go back and, and not say that, you know, it's going to be equal. You're not going to gain something equal to what you lost, especially if it's a loved one. There's, there's nothing you can gain when you lose a loved one that's going to make yeah, it feel yeah. any better or balance it out, you know. So I don't want to be 
misunderstood there. But, you know, like they say, with every door that closes, another one opens. You know, there's always something you're going to gain in the moment, right? And I put up in the group chat with the dad's um, quote I saw. I'm going to just read this quote and then I'll stop talking for a little bit because I know I've been talking a bunch during the show here. And it says, uh, goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes. But for those who love with heart and soul, there's no such thing as a separation. Um, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we lose things. And and that's where my faith helps me with a lot of this. You know, and I was talking to about it with Nick through a lot of the ups and downs. Like, that's what's keeping me kind of at that, you know, somewhat even keel is, is, is you know, relying on my faith. And even my buddy who's going through some stuff, I told him too. I said, listen, man, I'm not saying you got to have my faith. I said, but if you're trying to go through what you're going through on your own, it's going to be too hard. Like, you need to believe in something to help get you through some of these tough spots in life. Yeah, you got to believe that there's some, somebody out there that has you or something out there that has your back. And that's the thing. Like, uh, I don't I don't have uh, the same, like, I don't want to say like, the same religious beliefs. But, like, for me, like, I don't have the same faith as you. But I do believe that, like, the universe is going to work out the way it's going to work it out. You know what I mean? It may not be, you know, the the, uh, the same as, you know, you as a Christian, like the God, like in the sense of uh, Zeus or whatever. You know what I mean? But I do believe that whatever is controlling the universe is going to, it's going to play out the way it's going to play out. Like, but I do believe there's a higher being, you know, and I just happen to relate to it as the universe. Maybe that makes me feel a little more comfortable. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but that's how I feel. You know what I mean? I'm all, I'm all into energies, you know, the bad juju. I don't, you know, I ain't trying to fuck with that, you know? So, that you know, it, it is. You have to have, you have to believe in something because when there's times when you're like, you know, you're down and out and you're like, damn, I don't know what, like, what now? It's like, you yeah. have to believe that, you know what, like, whatever whatever decision you make next, it's going to be the right one. You know what I mean? It's going to work itself out in the way that needs to get worked out. You know what I mean? And that's the yeah. hard part. That's the hard part because, you know, it's like, like, yo, I mean, for me, a lot happens. Like, damn, shit. Even with video games, damn, shit, I have made that other decision. You know, let me let me go back to my safe point, see what the other decision looks like. Oh, this was better. Let me do it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I struggle the way I do in life. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you can't you can't go back to your safe point. There's no safe like, there points is, in I life. Can't, I can't reload a safe point, but I'm always like, damn, what if I would have did this? If I would have just did this? You know, so that's something I struggle with. I struggle with trying to trying to just let go of shit. You know what I mean? Like, let it go. You, you, you already made a decision. You know, make yeah. your bed and lay it. I have, I have a hard a hard time with that. Yeah. But maybe one day I build a time machine. I go back and you know undo some of the shit. Yeah, that I you did. know, like we always say, if you make those decisions, <laughs> check out went the other way. If you if you base those decisions based on you know your core values, it's never gonna be the wrong decision. What's up? Why are you off? You quiet today, yo? I was thinking the same thing. I but I asked him if he was all right. He looked like he deep in thought I'm, right now. Nah, I was a little shook. This a little not shook, but a little let down that I woke up to snow this morning. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. The snow got wild, mad different. He's like, I had a whole day planned. God. Me too. I even went yeah. and filled my propane tank. Damn, Chris gonna, Pringle. I mean, I'm still, I'm still gonna, dirty. You know, barbecue my wings for the for the Super Bowl, but I'm not gonna yeah, be as enjoyable when I'm out there freezing. But drop them in a deep fryer outside. You know what you yeah, need to do, Mikey? That's you need nice. To, you know, you need to go put on some chocolates. Right, take your socks off. Put on some chocolates. Put on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and a tank top. And go outside and you grill those fucking chickens like it's the middle of July. <laughs> you grill them and you grill them good. <laughs> you, you grill them, yeah. You grill them good. You slap that barbecue sauce on when you're done. You shake them in that. You tin. know what, man? It, it's it's funny you say that. <laughs> and uh, see, and like like you said, you know when 
when when the universe or God, whenever it is, when somebody speaks to you, you got to listen. And, and it's funny you say that, and, and it got me a little choked up. But uh, that's what Mike's wife requested the dads go to his wake and Oh, damn. Car- khaki shorts, a polo shirt, slides with socks. <laughs> Granted, you said take your socks off, but because that's what he would wear, regardless what the weather was. You know, even when we would meet up at the dad's thing, we'd be there with our jackets, our hats, and my man show up in, in shorts and a T-shirt. So, you know what? I'm going to do just that. I'm, I'm going to put on some damn shorts, and I'm going to go grow my damn wings in the cold, man. There you go. Look at that. You, you smoke cigars, right? I do. I there do. you go. You smoke a cigar and it'll yeah. keep you warm. It'll keep you warm. <laughs> I think it's a little, a little more fire than the ember of a cigar. <laughs> yeah. Or but it's the so thought that you and and then you're gonna be out God's there. Plane. I'm gonna tell you, you really gonna feel alive when you out there grilling them shits. Yeah, you know what? We gonna move on. We gonna move on for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. It, it, so who y'all got for the game today? How about that? Let's go to that. The Browns. Nick. The Browns. The Browns. No, but you know what? I'm I'm gonna say <laughs> they're not. Um, Come on. And and only because and score because prediction. Both both teams. Um, the, the, I, I guess the best way I could think of it, right, is, is that there's always seems, right, most of the time, that there, there's there's a good team and then there's that bad team where the only people who like the bad team are the fans of that team, right? It's not necessarily a bad team, but it's always like a team that you're like, I hope they don't win. Um, and I think this year, like, whoever wins, it's a really good feel-good story, right? Whether it's, it's the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow and everything they got going on or it's, it's the Rams kind of getting back to that spot where they, they, you know, were at the top and having Stafford finally kind of get some of the, the respect yeah. and, and, and wins that he, he was expected to get coming into the league. Um, so initially, I was kind of torn. I almost just wanted to watch the game to watch the game. But I knew when I sit down with my kids, the first thing they ask, who you going, who we going for? Right. Right. Kids always got to go for somebody. What team we going for, dad? What's your team? Um, and the team I'm going to pick is only because of the book I just read. Uh, and I'm going to go with the with the Rams. Right. I just finished that Kurt Warner book. And uh, man, I got to tell you, whew, he was, you know, I, I, I'm to assume that everything in the book is true and accurate. And from the little bit I've seen of him on TV and, and I've heard of him, it seems like it was. But he was a good man. And still is a good man. Yeah, and, I'm uh, looking forward to that movie. Yeah, so that uh, I can lend you the book if you want. No, I'm good, man. I'm good, fam. So yeah, so because <laughs> of that, I'm I'm gonna go. He already with, had. Yeah, he already uh, had a, a a movie out, don't he? No, it, just, it, it, it didn't come out yet. And it's based off of the book. I seen the movie about him, and it had the whole thing with him in the supermarket and all of that. Yeah, now, he got looked over by teams and shipped out. It, it came out already. It's there been out. Yeah, movie. it came out in November. Nah, I mean, as far as I know, the the one came out in November. I saw the the previews, and that's what made me buy the book. Oh, I didn't know that. I got I definitely got to look into that, yo. Yeah, it came out in November. Um, yeah, so we call it. I'm gonna go for the Rams. I'm gonna go Who for the Rams. Go- I'm I'm gonna say it's, it's gonna be something close, like a 24 Rams, 21 Cincinnati. I think it's gonna be a good game, very exciting, and I think uh, the Rams are gonna come out on top with Stafford with that MVP. 
Damn, Stafford with the MVP. Who, who, yeah, who you think, Juan? What, what you think? What do you think? We 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 send it. We stamping it. So we gonna come back to this next week, yo. I know, right? <laughs> See, now he nervous. Now he nervous. He's like, shit, I shouldn't have done this. He's like, I was trying to <laughs> nah, small I'm not talk. nervous at all. Cause at the end of the day, I ain't got no money on it, so it don't matter. <laughs> so, what are we saying? You want to put money on it? That I ain't got nothing to lose but my pride. I'm good. Sound like that. I, all I get is this L. An L. I've taken plenty of those. Um, uh, (laughs) I I, kind of want to go for the Bengals, right? Only because um, I I was listening to some book on Audible. I forget the name of it, though. You know me. I'm horrible with that. But it was about, it was kind of about football and, like, the strategies and formations and how they came out. And um, the Cincinnati Bengals was one of the first teams to run a no-huddle offense. Um, back with Boomer Esiason, uh, or actually, I yeah, I think yeah, that that is correct. I think they were the the one of the first teams to run it where they had an option to plays, and it's kind of interesting. On it just was talking about the team and to see them make it now, um, back because they used to be a football powerhouse back in the day. I mean, like back in the day. Can't give you a year because I don't remember. Like the but Browns. The Browns were according great. According to the book. Yeah. You know, they then, were one then, of those. Then the NFL happened. <laughs> they were one of those teams that, you know, were really carrying its its league along with others. But with that being said, I would like to see the Bengals get the little storybook win and, uh, and defeat the Rams. But I don't know, man, because that defense ain't no joke. And it seems like the Bengals they can they can hang in they can hang in there, they you know they get lumped up, but they figure out the defense they exploit it and then they end it up yeah they they exactly they bend but they don't break it and they end up turning it around and pulling it off at the end. So I'm kind of hoping you know they got some pretty decent weapons, but so the Rams so, but that defense of the Rams is kind of scary. That, that but I'm gonna say all the things. You, you give a lot of reasoning, on, but you ain't give no answer who you pick it. <laughs> the Bengals, the Bengals. The Bengals What's the score? score? What's the score? I'm gonna say some something like 24, 24, 13, 14, maybe. I, th- I think the, the score is gonna be like, like in that. the 30s. I think it's gonna be like like yeah. like 34, you know, like 31 or something like crazy. Yeah, who might, you know like what? a field goal. You know you, I think it'll be up right, in the 30s, they, and it's gonna be a field goal difference. Cause they're they're lights out. They're lights out. They they go down the field. Both teams. They go down for me, the field. Especially pick, with OBJ to pick, too. See, that, that's all they get for me to pick. It's it's it, it's it's not as easy as you guys, man. Like Mikey's like, oh, I've been reading about Kurt Warner. I'm gonna go with the Rand. And Warner's like, you know, I, I watch. I was reading about the Bengals. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. But for me, I'm a Browns fan. The Bengals are my division. I don't want to see them win, but I do like to see another <laughs> dog. I do like to see an underdog come up. And with the Bengals being good, it just solidifies, like, the Bengals are good. The Steelers are always freaking good. The Ravens are always state. good. So where does that leave the Browns? You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't want the same, It's the same state, yo. You got, well, was it, you know, wasn't, you got uh, didn't OBJ leave the Browns to go yes. to the Rams? So you tore, you torn on that too, right? You I hate, see I hate him OBJ. Win. I don't want him to get a ring. I hate yeah, OBJ. You, I don't want him to get a ring. You have to go for the Bengals. But I want Matt Stafford to get, to, to you know, I kind of no, want see? Matt Stafford to get his win. I'm a Bears fan. And we had to play Matt Stafford all those years. And now I don't like Matt Stafford. Not one single <laughs> bit. So I kind of hope he doesn't win the game. 
You know, for no, me, because it's like, like you said, like, I feel like when he came into the league, there was a lot of high expectations for him. You know, they, 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 and then he got Megatron, which was like one of the greatest receivers. And like, for whatever reason, the Lions being the Lions couldn't get it done. You know, it's like, and, but now you see him out there in the Rams. And it's like, I always say, man, like, yeah. you can't, you can't count out a quarterback on their ability because of what they did with one team. You know what I mean? Because we've seen it many a times, right? With Kurt Warner, where Kurt Warner came in, right? Kurt Warner with the Rams was blowing it up, killing it. He went over to the Giants, and he was like, ah, he's old. He's past his prime. He's washed up. Then he went to the Arizona Cardinals, like, he's back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so you can't really count someone out because the quarterback plays some way because it, with, with the quarterbacks especially, a lot of it has to do with the coaching staff and the type of game they're playing. You know what I mean? Not every, just because you got weapons. Tom Brady, just because you got yeah, but just because you got Tom Brady, don't mean you're gonna win Super Bowls. It doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? Because in New England, he won the Super Bowl with random ass. The only time he had a good quarterback, I mean, a good receiver, like a legitimate star receiver, was when he had uh, Randy Moss. Moss. Randy Moss, and, and they, they went undefeated. Records. And they went undefeated. And the best part is they went undefeated, not and because lost. of the offense, because of the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's it, it, you know so a lot of most of it more than any of it, again go back to New England we, when we see that it's it's the coaching in the situation because the minute Tom Brady was down it didn't matter who was in that seat they were in the playoffs the system the system and the pieces you know so that's what I'm saying like you can't yeah. just so Matthew Stafford got did what he did and now that he's in the Rams another another whole different look of seeing things and now he's doing his thing he's putting up so I kind of want him to get that. But if he gets that, he's going to get it with Odell. I just, I just don't like him, man. I didn't like him when yeah. he was in the Giants. I didn't like him when he came to the Browns. And I didn't like him when he left. So, I mean, if, if the Rams could win and just not give him a ring, I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with that. They give everybody rings, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was definitely nice so gonna, to, to I'm not go with see. LA. I'm going to go L.A. I want L, I'm going to go L.A. like 34 to like 30-something. 34-31. And yeah. everyone's going to get a ring except Odell Beckham. Yeah, no, I was, it was nice to see uh, Stafford not succumb to that, uh, what I kind of like to, to feel and call the, the, the lion curse, right? Because Barry, right? Barry left in his prime. Yep. Megatron, Megatron left in his prime. Yep. You know, and, and Stafford was probably, you know. See, all, he, all he needed really was a defense, and he got a defense in L.A., so. Yeah, but there was a lot of good weapons. defense players on the red, on the on the Lions right. too. I mean, he had it, Sue. It, you know, it, I mean, that's that all was, I can think of. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. It was like one piece. No, he one spent one piece of the defense. One. He piece, spent one piece. eleven years with Detroit, getting his ass kicked, having seasons where they were, were one game, zero games, winning. Like, yeah. what is that? And yet, like, bro. It, NFL records, fastest player to reach 20,000 passing yards, fastest player to reach 30,000, 40,000, 45,000, most fourth quarter comebacks in a season, yeah. most Matt passing Stafford. attempts in a season, yeah. Yeah, most passing attempts. First player to complete 60% or more of passes in every game in a season, man. This boy has been light. So hold up. So that's interesting, yo. That's interesting when you see those numbers because, like, First of all, all those yardage numbers and the temp numbers, because my man was throwing the ball, like, on some, like, Madden shit. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, so, of course, you know, if you would that, but the, the key was with the 60%, right? As you said, like, the, the, the percentage, completion yeah. percent. Yeah. Like, my man is throwing the ball, but 
He's accurate. He's, he's doing. I, I didn't even know he was doing this thing like that because when you think they losing, you just assume like it's the quarterback's problem. And yet, his rookie season, he was out with a knee injury. Uh, December twenty yeah. fourth, he went out. So he didn't even have a full first season, and he still was the fastest. To- what are you saying? You saying that he might be the low key goat? Yo? I mean, nah, that's crazy. Okay, I'm just playing. Yeah, we all know Tom Brady is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. They always but you say, see, if he if he would have had a defense back then doing all oh, that. Oh, he was no, traded. Oh, the Lions, the Lions traded him. When they dropped the Rams, the uh, Stafford was traded to the Rams oh, in a package evolving. Can I finish reading it? <laughs> Stafford was traded to the Rams in a package involving. Got some nerves. Can I finish reading it? Nah, Can we discuss nah, this when I'm done? Nope. <laughs> do Traded to the Rams in a package oh, involving Jared Goff, a 2021 third round pick, oh. and two first round picks in 22 oh, and 23. You know what? Why would they do that? Who, the Rams or the Lions? The Ra- I mean, the Lions. I am about to say the Rams because they're in the Super Bowl. That's why the, they would do that. The Rams, they, Jared Goff had a horrible year. But Stafford, like, how did that go? He had to want to leave, for sure. He had to want to leave. Hey, Goff, like, Goff had a lot of potential coming in, too, and he just... Well, you know what? Now that I'm out. just looking briefly at some of these notes on Stafford, Stafford got hurt a lot, right? He was, he yeah. was hurt a lot. He was very so maybe, injury-prone. He was very I soft. mean, but that's what happened. Shoulders. He gets smacked around left and right every other oh, yeah. game. You're right. Oh, yeah. Valid, valid point. So maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's why Detroit just felt he <laughs> wasn't... He wasn't uh, durable. Yeah, like, after, yeah, a, after 11 years, I don't think you're durable. Anymore. But you figure, right? I don't know the 11 years. How many games did he miss? So realistically, I mean, I can't. I'm, I don't know the exact math, but it, it could have been 11 years. But you add up the games, he might have only got seven years worth of games in him. You know what I mean? Uh, so they could have been like, yo, the cost, uh, what we cost him for him to be here. You know, that's why we lose it because he's not playing. That's probably their thought, and he's probably like, yo, I'm not playing because you guys can't protect me. I keep getting hit. Like I said, hopefully well, it's he, a good game. Yeah, hopefully he played 13, 13 seasons and 182 games. So I don't know how many games that. So he missed 26 games. So he basically missed two seasons. Yeah. So nine years, almost a decade of. But that's still a lot, though. The same that's that's yeah. still a lot. Kind of past the bar of whether the guy's good enough for the team or not, you think, you know, after a years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess they figured he had his best behind him. But obviously he didn't. Clearly, Actually, he is in the Super Bowl. Clearly, he yeah. did. But we gonna wrap it up there. You know, uh, we got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about today, and uh, we'll see what makes it to the to the podcast and uh, what doesn't. And what doesn't, you know, I'll throw it up on the Instagram. We we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll do it that way going forward. Uh, if uh, you listen to us on Spotify, make sure to give us a you know five stars, show some love. That'll help us out in the algorithm, help push us up a little bit. And if you listen to us on Apple Spotify, Apple Podcast. Leave us five stars and a review. <laughs> Mikey trying not to laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So and again, everyone that is supporting us, man, we appreciate it, man. It, it's uh, I, I'm blown away every week when I see these numbers, man. It's crazy, man. So I appreciate. It. Keep sharing it. Keep uh, keep tuning in and uh, keep showing the love. And uh, like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give everybody is your time, and we greatly appreciate everyone that gives their time. And there's a lot of you now that give their time to listen to us. Come on here and uh, be silly and speak our truths. So um, till next week, stay up, stay blessed, peace. Later. All right. I didn't even realize we was on here for an hour and a half.